0: You're listening to the Physics Ed Podcast. For hundreds of ideas, free experiments and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. And now, here's your host, ben Newsom. ben Newsom.
1: Yes, welcome to the Physics Ed Podcast. Glad to have you again for another chat around STEM. In this particular case, we're talking about the Endeavour Scholarship. This is this amazing opportunity where four students in Australia get the opportunity of a real lifetime when you get to go to space camp. Yeah, they're the one in Huntsville, Alabama. The one where you get to learn just what it's like to be an astronaut in many, many ways. Now, the American Chamber of Commerce in Australia, AmCham, is partnering with Kellerman Worldwide and the Astronaut Al Warden Endeavour Scholarship to get you there if you're age 18 to 15. So... What does that mean? If you're a high school teacher, please let your students know about this opportunity. It is a full scholarship to be involved in this mission, joining students right around the world. How great is this? Now, today, we get to speak with Josh Edwards, who is the head of special projects at the American Chamber of Commerce in Australia. And it's going to be really interesting to learn just how easy it is to apply. So let's go find just how you can do that.
0: This is the Physics Ed Podcast. We're all about science, ed tech, and more. To see 100 fun free experiments you can do with your class, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics, spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. And click 100 free experiments.
2: I'm the head of special projects, the American Chamber of Commerce in Australia, known as AmCham. There are AmCham's all over the world. And here in Australia, we're about connecting businesses with the United States, with the market, with the people they need to meet to create jobs, to grow the economy, and uh, do really exciting things like we're doing here with the Endeavor Scholarship.
1: It's a fascinating job to be involved with. In. And by the way, if you just tuned in and are wondering what's going on, yeah, you are on a science education podcast. You haven't, you're not on a business chat here, but the thing is that the science and business and industry linked together is a real thing. And I'm guessing that's what AmCham does.
2: They certainly are. And we've actually just got a new chair, who's Dr. Larry Marshall, who is the chief executive at the CSIRO. So oh, we wow. certainly are very linked in to science and industry and the, the deep connections that run between them.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. Now, I do want to go into uh, this opportunity for, for students, definitely. In fact, that's what broadly this chat's about. But you are very heavily linked with uh, industry because, I mean, well, we got we got in touch through a, a mutual colleague, Marnie Thuru, who is the AWS uh, Head of Space and Satellite for Asia Pacific. And um, she said, hey, you need to speak with Josh about this thing coming up. It's cool.
2: Yeah, it's one of the uh, wonderful parts of, of being at AmCham is the amazing connections that we make. And that's why people are drawn you know, to the organization. And People like Marnie doing amazing things at Amazon are, are one of the reasons why people want to get involved.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. So uh, let's find out a bit more about this thing. So, I mean, so
2: what do they get to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, four young Australian students will essentially get the opportunity of a lifetime for an all expenses paid trip to space camp in Huntsville, Alabama. This is the, the US Space and Rocket Center's premier space education center it is an unbelievable opportunity for young STEM students to experience hands on astronaut training, uh, the, the sorts of things that they get to do over the course of a week. They'll have a tour of Washington, D.C. and then across to Alabama and just an unbelievable chance to experience what it's like to train to be an astronaut, to see where a career in STEM can take you and begin professional jealousy with me straight away. Because I've never had a chance to go there yet. And actually, for a good friend of
1: mine, Dr. Scott Sleep, who's doing a Churchill Fellowship, was only at that place last week, Uh, We're sending out images of it. I mean, this is the stuff that kids get to do is like genuine immersion. I'm not even kidding you. They've got a pool there. <laughs> they're, they're immersing in a lot of different ways. It's they do. What, what they really do. And um, it's really designed to really accelerate kids right into space. Some of those kids have actually gone through this project and are on a track to genuinely hitting the real deal.
2: It really is. I mean, the opportunities for, for children now and the, the jobs that are ahead of them in these industries are something that we, we won't understand right now. They're, they're still being developed. And uh, the sorts of things that they get to do at space camp, whether it's Going in the uh, one-six gravity machine to experience what it's like to bounce around on the surface of the moon, uh, to the underwater, you know, scuba uh, opportunities that you mentioned, uh, simulations <laughs> that. Uh, that- that the vision is is remarkable. And I do encourage people to have a look at uh, EndeavorScholarship.org just to see uh, what 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 they get to immerse themselves into.
1: Yeah, we're not kidding. And actually there's, a, there's Netflix documentaries around this site. I mean, if I remember, they got a, a Saturn five on its side. <laughs> I guess this, it's yeah, really... <laughs> they,
2: they have an, uh, the, the sorts of things that you can touch and feel and see and mm. really put that sort of STEM learning into perspective where these are the sorts of opportunities, you know, these are the sorts of things that people need to build and figure out how they're going to work and going from the moon to Mars, there are opportunities for, for kids in STEM to really be challenging themselves and, and breaking through the, the next challenge for the world, really.
1: So when you think about um, an all expensive paid trip, I mean, that's awesome, but Everyone wants to get involved, but there's only a couple of seats. It's almost like getting on a rocket. <laughs> there's only a couple of seats. You don't get to go. You don't all get to go. So eventually there's some sort of pass mark, some sort of, hey, here's what you got to do to do the thing. My question is, what are these pass marks? How do you get involved?
2: So, what we're asking students to do is to submit a three minute video with a one page summary addressing a future space challenge. So, in this scenario, it's the year 2050. Yep. And 35 people are travelling to Saturn, uh, to, to Saturn's largest moon, which is Titan. Yep. And they have to address one of the following uh, items that will need to be, uh, you know, considered for a trip like this, whether that's water or food, life support, propulsion or solar radiation. What we want to see from these students is to be creative. We want to see unique ideas. We want them to tap into their passion and their inspiration for what challenge they want to address and have a technical basis to see how they can solve it. And this is the thing, because you
1: can easily uh, glue glib idea and like, hey, I've got a new idea for how we're going to grow food or whatever it is. If it's innovative, it's got to be new by definition, which means if you're having a chat with your students or if you're one of the students listening in, uh, try to look at what's already out there. It's probably not a bad start. And, uh, and it's, I mean, it's, I've said it in a few different ways. And um, you, innovation doesn't have to be ridiculously, completely crazy brand new. It can often just be a step to the side that no one's considered before.
2: It certainly can. Innovation can come in so many different forms. And, and with the applications that are rolling in, we can certainly see that. And we have applications from all across Australia the momentum is growing, the, the energy from students, from teachers to be involved in this, it's it's palpable and it, it's exciting to be around.
1: Oh, absolutely so. I mean, um, one of the things that, so our, our mutual uh, friend, Marnie uh, was just involved in launching the Australian Virtual national Challenge only last week. We got 260 schools involved. It's in this third year and I I got to see a lot of the submissions from those students. And this is a very similar situation because your students will be submitting for this and you know, we get some awesome ideas. What got through with the, ju- the judges, uh, the panel, were the sort of things that uh, were replicable that could be used well in a variety of different situations. They weren't trying to create the next new crazy neutron-powered whatever-it-is uh, starship. They were practical. They were things that were useful to do. And so as I think about uh, you looking at water and food and whatnot getting to Titan, because Titan's a fair way away <laughs> in our solar system. Uh, these are actual real things being faced the space industry now uh yeah
2: that, they, they certainly are and, and that's why we don't want uh students to have to figure out all of them uh we've asked them to pick one keep uh keep the scope limited but to really hone in on one particular challenge and just apply all of their learning their knowledge and their passion to, to addressing it so
1: there is a rather short runway for this particular one. We're only having a bit of a chat just before submission date. When was the date this is
2: due? It's due on the 12th of March. That's the last day to submit applications. So it's coming up fast.
1: But then again, when you think about it, it's only a couple of minutes worth of a chat to camera and it's only a quick page summary of what you want to do. And in some ways, uh, sometimes a less is more, we can get quite verbose when we describe things and how we're going to do. Sometimes it's the simplest idea conveyed well with passion
2: can help that's exactly right and it's not all about uh the, the particular science or, or the concept that you're after it is how about how you present it uh, that mm-hmm. goes a long way in in any sort of job that you'll have in the future so uh that that's part of uh the criteria you know we want uh, students to really carefully consider how they put the video together you know what points they really emphasize and and how, how they go about it
1: okay so that brings up the question does it have to be like a hollywood production thing
2: Certainly go uh, we're, we're, we're not we're not looking for, uh, for special effects though uh, <laughs> though i have I have seen some come in and then they've been pretty spectacular oh
1: really uh,
2: they they certainly have um, so look that we, we do want uh, the the students to put effort into uh, their their application and how how they choose to do so whether it's a, a simple piece to camera that's you know straight to the point packed with information and really clearly laid out that's wonderful if they want to put their creativity to how they display their information with, with PowerPoint slides and whatnot, that's also welcome. So we, we want a diverse range of applications. We want to see students tap into their creativity and then apply it.
1: Oh, absolutely. And so what uh, year are we looking at? What grade level are we looking at here?
2: So students from age 15 to 18 are eligible to apply. Space camp in, in Huntsville run a lot of different programs for a lot of different age groups. Like you mentioned with the AVA, there are plenty of other ways for Australian students to be getting involved in space and in STEM. But for this particular program, it's age 15 to 18.
1: Yeah, teachers, I know you want to apply. There are other ways to get in. Maybe you can accompany them as baggage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is there is one teacher going uh, with every group. Uh, that's being run by a separate organization called AMDA. Uh, got it, got it, got it. And let's be honest. I mean, if you don't happen to make it in this particular
1: round, this Huntsville Alabama this site space camp has been around for many many years you can definitely go there regardless but hey what an opportunity if you can get there
2: you know through this exactly and that's that's what we want to see we want to see students who you know wouldn't have dreamed of going to, to a space camp in Alabama but this is their opportunity it's, it's right there in front of them we want them to really try and take it
1: now I'm interested so this is the Australian side of this particular thing but this is being organized globally right
2: it is. So a terrific organisation called Calman Worldwide uh, is uh, the main organiser of the Al Warden uh, Endeavour Scholarship Challenge. Uh, they've run this programme for students in Chile, Singapore, the UAE, the UK. And now in, uh, in this round, there'll be Australia, Bahrain, France and the United States. So it truly is a global opportunity. And it's one of the amazing things about space. I mean, you look at the, the global collaboration on the International Space Station. We can't do it alone. And, and so that's one of the things that this scholarship fund really looks at emphasising and, and making sure that students from their first opportunity to get involved in space know that it is a global community that works to achieve these problems. And now you did mention Al Warden. So if people are going, who, who's Al? Um, Apollo
1: 15 Command Module Pilot That's right. launched, launched this scholarship program in 2019. So it's been going for a few years. COVID would have been a bit challenging, I believe
2: yeah it would have um and you know this is the first year that australia's been involved we're, we're delighted to have COVID behind us so that uh, oh, we yeah. can get these kids on the plane and across you know for this wonderful opportunity and um al warden was an amazing advocate for stem and for global international collaboration you know and, and education that those were his you know absolute passions he was an engineer uh he, he wanted to see the opportunities that students who could you know pursue careers in stem could go and do you know they could they that he wanted to see that they could go and become astronauts, you know, if they, if they put their mind to it. And, and these are the sorts of opportunities that are available today.
1: Now, a little heads up, if you happen to uh, pick up one of these uh, scholarships, because you, know, you could be the person who gets it, uh, make sure that you remember and meet as many people as you can, because the reality of these
2: industries is that they're also network-driven and you just never know where this might take you. They are. And that, that's that's an amazing recurring theme that comes up at AmCham. You know, we, we, we just had uh, a couple of events with Pam Melroy, who's NASA's yeah. Deputy Administrator and a former astronaut herself, who helped build the International Space Station. And we had events in Perth. We had events in uh, Sydney. And uh, soon we'll have uh, NASA Administrator, former Senator Bill Nelson, come and address an AmCham audience in Adelaide, uh, alongside Enrico Palermo, the head of the Australian Space Agency. So... These sorts of networking opportunities will, will go through with you for, you know, from these students through to the rest of their professional careers and uh, the amazing opportunities to meet people uh, who are deeply committed, passionate individuals is, is a really wonderful thing.
1: 100%. So, uh, right, we're excited. Where do we have to go?
2: So if you visit amcham.com.au, all the information will be there. Uh, there'll be links to find more information, informational videos, uh, more information on what the scholarship entails what space camp entails it's all there so amcham.com.au
1: and find out a bit more what amcham does because it's curious just what's out there in the world and in behind the scenes you guys are doing some amazing stuff
2: yeah so amcham was established in 1961 in australia so we've been here for a fair while now uh, we have over 500 members ranging from Small startup companies who are looking to get their foothold and, and you know enter into the market, all the way through to international companies like Amazon, as we discussed earlier, like Boeing, uh, incredible companies doing incredible things. So it's an amazing network of of people in in all sorts of industries in the educational sector. For, you know we have a lot of universities who are who are deeply involved in programs like this as well. Um, and one of the one of the exciting things that I I'm working on is a report series with KPMG. This is a report series looking at the emerging industries that are going to shape the future economies of Australia in the United States it's called a prosperous future. And our next edition is on space. So uh, stay tuned uh, on our website. That'll be released a little bit later this year.
1: Oh, hundred percent. And uh, Australian audience listening in is, um, there is a genuine push to 2030 whereby 20,000 jobs are required in the space industry. And, uh, what a way to start <laughs> your career.
2: Oh, they, they certainly are. And they're amazing job opportunities. And they're often in really interesting communities. The, the NASA launches up in the, the remote areas of the Northern Territory that happened last year, an amazing uh, indicator of what what there is to come for, for communities. Uh, there are uh, spaceports being uh, built in, in far north Queensland and in Western Australia. There are amazing opportunities uh, in the space industry, and it is certainly going to continue growing. Hey, a little bit of a heads up to the sort of way I think Think if you're listening in, maybe
1: consider if you're going to submit this idea, I know you only got a couple of weeks as, as we record this thing, and maybe you've only hearing heard this a couple of days from the submission date, but maybe have a look at the um, actual space industry websites themselves. i go, go to the Australian Space Agency and look at all the different areas the industry sort of covers. And importantly, maybe have a think about what is needed here. Because perhaps this might be the beginnings, Rihanna, you've got a couple of minute pitch to, you know, one page thing to submit to the scholarship. This could actually be something that you could actually dive into because you may not, not need to get a job in the industry. Maybe you might found
2: a company. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the, the number of companies that are involved at some stage in the supply chain of the space industry is, is incredible. So companies that you might not immediately associate with launching into space are often very involved in space. It's it's covering agriculture, it's covering mining, uh, climate change, you know, all of these issues will be, uh, have space applications to help solve problems and, you know, create new opportunities. Yeah,
1: fantastic. So again, uh, like always, we always put the links in the show notes, so that will be there. And uh, very, very excited. I hope you get ahead if, you, if you're listening and if you don't get there, it's okay. There will always be another time. that has been running since twenty nineteen, and I believe twenty twenty four will happen as well. But this might be your year.
2: That's right. I mean, and and the chamber will continue supporting kids who you know want to get involved, who want to see what the next opportunity is that's out there, and you know whether it's in space or in another area that they're they're passionate about. There'll be an event. Uh, we run events all across the country uh, in all different industries and sectors. The 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 Chamber's got an incredible network and uh, we, we want to keep that to growing. Awesome. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for your time, Josh. This is great. Pleasure to join you, Ben. <laughs> Catch you soon.
0: We hope you've been enjoying the Physics Ed podcast. We love making science make sense. Why don't you book us for a science show or workshop in your school? If you're outside of Australia, you can connect with us via a virtual excursion. See our website for more.
1: Hey, thanks so much, Josh, for dropping by to tell us about the Ashnor Al Warden Endeavour Scholarship. This is an amazing opportunity. So, teachers, let your students know if they're aged between fifteen and eighteen, they can get that full scholarship. So, let them know about it. It's worth applying, and even if they don't get it through it still is good to go through the process. So look, I hope you enjoy this. I hope this is something that you can take action on because this is a real opportunity for your students. So I hope you enjoyed this chat with Josh. I certainly did. And I hope you can join me again on the Physics Ed podcast. You've been listening to me, Ben Newsom of Physics Education, and I'll catch you another time.
0: You've been listening to another Physics Ed podcast. We're excited about science. Subscribe to us on iTunes to download the next episode as soon as it's released. And don't forget, for hundreds of ideas, free experiments, our new Be Amazing book and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. This podcast is part of the Australian
1: Educators Online Network.
0: on.net.au